Are Ryan Reeves and the Maple Leafs in a bit of a situation ship? New comments from the Leafs enforcer raising eyebrows about the future for him in Toronto. And we got some more details emerging about the All-Star activities. So we'll discuss, discuss all that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast. Part of Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Maple Leafs, your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into the Locked On Leafs podcast, a daily Maple Leaf centric podcast hosted by myself, Mike DiStefano, and my co-host, Dave Morissuti. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKEDON for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Uh, if you're around the Toronto area, you're looking to go to the game tomorrow night against the Winnipeg Jets. You haven't used the promo code uh, LOCKEDON yet, perhaps consider giving yourself uh, a nice $20 off coupon by using locked on at game time get yourself some tickets to that game we'll preview it tomorrow but there's actually some other bit of news that we have to get to on today's show and it's ryan reeves uh who apparently has been talking a little bit and it seems like the 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 leafs and reeves in a little bit of a situation ship here dave yeah i mean we haven't heard from ryan reeves since he got hurt He's been, we know he's been around. We haven't seen any updates or I haven't really been given any updates on his recovery or what's going on there. And um, he, he was, he got a one on wall. Luke Fox got an exclusive. I actually edited this article. Um, so it was a very interesting read just because again, this is the first time we've heard from Ryan Reeves in a really long time. And this is clearly somebody that doesn't like the situation he's in and is making that known. So basically he's made it made the case to say that he has been healthy for a while, but he's being parked by the sleeves team, which yeah, that's a, you're, you're going at, you're now you're putting yourself in a very peculiar position by declaring that. Cause now everybody, everybody's talking about it, which did exactly what he wanted to do with these comments. Yeah, yeah, it it, it did. It, it really, really did. So if you guys haven't read the piece yet, go check it out. It's up on Sportsnet. Luke Fox wrote it. Um, but yeah, he had like a, a sit down and interview with Ryan Reeves, who's, who's been out like he hasn't played since December 14th, had a knee injury. Uh, but in this piece, Ryan Reeves somewhat admitting that he's healthy and ready to go despite being kept on IR. If you read some of the quotes from Reeves in this piece, it's it's pretty on the nose for kind of the situation that uh, is arising here between Reeves and the Maple Leafs. He says, quote, yeah, I've been ready for a couple of weeks now. Uh, that's a question for them. I'm not in those rooms. Or Sorry, yeah, I've been ready for a couple of weeks now when asked about uh, to theorize why he can't get into the lineup. And he said, that's a question for them. I am not in those rooms, in those conversations. I'm not going to speculate anything. Just stay ready. And if I get called upon, I do. If I don't, I get my work in. 
in reference to him going out there and skating, um, you know, on an off day or after practice, getting some extra skating and uh, some interesting, interesting quotes. And he continued to go on and There's say a really good one here that that he mentioned where he says, I talked to my agents. Yeah. I mean, I've been through this before. I've had highs and lows in my careers, career before. I probably, I say probably this is one of the tougher ones. I guess just it is what it is. You can only control what you can control. I don't make the lineup. I don't have any control of the roster, so I can I can really sit here and speculate and bitch and moan over anything. Either stay patient to get in the lineup, or stay patient for whatever else is going to come. Yeah, that last line right there is like. That's where everyone's kind of putting the is a divorce coming when you throw that line out there. Well, yeah, and and I mean, here's the problem: who's taking on that deal, Dave? Yeah, like the Leafs were the only team dumb enough to give him three years. Like I don't think anyone else in the NHL was willing to give this guy a three year deal. Were you aware that this? Were you aware that this guy has braces on his knees? That his knees Uh, are so damaged that. He's literally taking off like knee straps. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not ideal. Like, you, I mean, you can see the guy can't skate when he's out there. I mean, it's gotten to a point. He's 800 games into his NHL career. He's, his body's taken a beating. Yeah. Uh, he's he's torn up both of his knees. Uh, I, I read in the piece. So yeah, like health health was was you know. It, has, it wasn't a hundred percent when he signed here, and clearly it's it's. Like we knew that that was going to be an issue. I think the least were hoping that it wasn't going to be as big of an issue. The skating would be as big as an issue uh, as long as he could still be an enforcer, go out there, lay hits, uh, bring energy, fight guys. You know, like that was the thought process behind signing, um, signing Ryan Reeves. But that clearly had like just it never it never generated that way. He was a detriment to this team from the minute he stepped onto the ice in game number one like he got in that first fight on on opening night with arbor jack guy but outside of that there really is not a lot of positive stories between the marriage of ryan raves and the toronto maple leafs and it does sound like it, things are getting a little messy like it sounds like there's going to be conversations between them the leafs management maybe they try and work out a trade of some kind, but again, I, I just don't know who's going to be lining up to take on two and a half years of that contract, fully guaranteed at one point three five million dollar AAV. Like, there's not a lot of teams that that will want to bring that into their organization unless they're getting something in return. So now, for the Maple Leafs, is it worth paying an extra pick or prospect of some kind to get it off the books, or do you just go ahead and you try and bury? him in the minors and yeah, you're going to still be on the hook for about $200,000 on your cap, but at least you didn't have to give anything up. Like it, it, it really seems like that's where things are heading. I would be surprised if Ryan Reeves becomes a regular in this roster going forward. It really seems like if, if what he's saying is true, is they're basically tell him just to park it. Don't bother playing. They know that this team is better off when he's not, on the ice and in the lineup and they can't really afford to have him out there right now, which means it's either Marley's or elsewhere for him. Yeah, exactly. And you know, for a fact that someone hit at this point of his career, these guys don't like going to the AHL. If they, 
it, it's just not what what they signed up for, and I can't understand that. But at the same time, there's guys who have earned the opportunity over him. There are guys who earned the opportunity over him in training camp, but the plan. Yeah, I, there's look, you, you we can go back to July second, July first when we did our our podcast, like. We neither of us were happy with that signing. We knew that yeah. it was it was going to be an issue, and he probably wasn't one of the top twelve skaters on opening night. It's not that he had guys stealing his job; he was never worthy of a nightly no. like position on this roster. That's just the fact. Like that, that is where it's at. It was a terrible move uh, at the time, and it's turned out to be an even worse move because. They signed him for three years, Dave. A three, not even a one-year deal. Let's see if it works. He signed this guy for three years, and now they're going to be stuck with this contract. Because I mean, why would you retire? You're not going to retire. No. I mean, it, it, worst case scenario, he decides he's going to go on Robita Island and just get paid to do nothing. Like that's worst case scenario for him. There's no way he's going to retire and you know elect to give up that money. I, I doubt he wants to terminate the contract. It's a pretty nice deal for him. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like for him, he's got to be careful because the Leafs can actually buy out his contract at the end of the year. And they it's won't not buy out that contract. It's, it's not. Buy... No, no. Here's why they won't buy him out because there's one thing that's more. What is the, what's more important, actual money or cap for the Maple Leafs? Well, cap. Okay. So if you buy him out, it's going to cost $450,000 against the cap. Mm-hmm. If you send him to the Marlies, it's only 200000 So to buy him out, it actually would cost you an extra quarter of a million dollars against your cap. I doubt they do that. I doubt it, but I mean, for, for his sake, he's got to be careful, though, because it is an option, and he loses out money in that regard. Yeah, That's but why, why do they care about his I mean, they're going to do what's best for them and yeah. for the team. Yeah, I think for them... After comments like this, I wouldn't hesitate to put him on waivers and just send him down. If he doesn't want to report, that's a that's a Wayne Simmons situation. And some people might say that's cruel, but hey, you know what? The Leafs have been quite generous in a lot of ways. They're quite generous with this deal. They're not running a charity. They got to do what's right for this team. And actually, when he comes back, like that money, they shouldn't have to figure out, oh, what are we going to do with this money? No, you're sending that money down to the Marlies. Yeah, like, there, there was there was another quote too, uh, that was part of this piece. It was towards the end of the piece, and I don't know if most people looked at it as a bit of a throwaway, but it kind of stuck out to me. They were talking about the the music that was being played yeah. after they had won the game in Seattle, I believe Seattle is that where it was, because or was it in? I think it was after, Calgary. It might Calgary. Have been Okay, after Calgary, and I guess Luke Falk asked, like, oh, like, what was a song that was being played? Because keep in mind, when he was brought into the team, he he was mainly discussed as, yeah, an enforcer. Like, on the ice, he's going to try and, you know, fight guys and stick up for people. But also, you know, his behind the scenes, the person he is, what he could do for the culture of this locker room. You know, he's, he's you know, the team DJ everywhere he goes. Like, that's what we were – that's how they built him up to make this signing make sense to the Leafs nation. And I thought it was interesting that after a victory against Calgary, when he was asked, Oh, what was that song that they were bumping? And he's like, Oh, it was this song. I didn't pick it though. It's good tune though. So like, he's not even in charge of the music anymore. Like yeah. he's around the team, but is he, is he, is he really around the team? It sounds like he's a little disgruntled. So it almost seems like it's, more of a detriment. Like he was not only a detriment on the ice while he was playing, 
But now that he's off the ice, still seems to be a bit of a detriment if, you know, he's going to be saying stuff like this. Bringing yeah, attention to it all. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, the attention it's bringing, they at least don't need this right now. Like, no. I'm I, I'm going to say this. I'm a little surprised they granted this interview because he's technically on, on you know, on LTIR. They could have just said, hey, look, he, he's not on LTIR as an IR, uh, which is a yeah. big Big difference, by the way, because on LDIR, the player has a say in whether or not, you know, they could be healthy or not. Where on IR, it's kind of a murky situation. Yeah, right. Um, But I I, like I'm not sure if he was granted this one on one. I I would have. I mean, you all Luke, you you could ask Luke Fox, but like I've been in those rooms. I mean, it's fair game. If you're in the room and this guy's changing, you can walk up to him, just have a conversation. You don't have to be granted. So, like, he totally could have just walked up to Ryan Reeves that he saw him either in the press box because he's been, you know, healthy scratch. He's been around. He's been, you know, around the team. So, he could have walked up to him in the press box, walked up to him after practice. And I believe it was after that long skate. Remember they took that day off where they didn't skate and it was optional. It was in, and then- it was in So, this happened in Vancouver, like, when they arrived in Vancouver after the Calgary game. Yeah, so it was after the morning skate where, like, the scratches just kind of skate around and they're for a little bit extra time afterwards getting their work in. So, I mean, you're in the locker room and these guys are getting changed and they're getting out of their boots and whatnot. You can just go up and talk to them. You are allowed to do that. It's part of your job. It's part of the access that you're granted when you get into the locker room. And so it's not that he had to be granted access to chat with with least PR. Probably just walked up to him and, and asked him some questions. And he opened up, talked to him, told him exactly, you know, what was going on, how he was feeling. He said he's healthy. He's been healthy for weeks, he says. Been healthy for weeks, but the team doesn't seem to, to think so and aren't playing him. That That's Reeves' account of the situation. Mm-hmm. If you ask the Maple Leafs, which I'm sure they'll have to answer some questions pretty soon because I, I don't know about you, but that kind of sounds like there is some shenanigans going on with you know skirting the salary cap implications and skirting some uh, some you know bad injury intel. Like I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how you know what comes of this. If there's any sort of investigation by the league that there's some falsifying of uh, you know some injury reports and whatnot, but this is very reminiscent of that Joffrey Lupul situation years ago. Where, yeah. you know, he was a guy who came out. He's like, look, I think I'm good to go. I mean, they're just not playing me. And the Leafs were like. Padre also said something too. That guy's zipping around, right? He's zipping around in practice. He looks good. Looked like he could return at any minute. And he never did return. He was banished to Robita Island and never played another game in the NHL again. Um, I don't know if this is going to be the same case with Ryan Reeves. But it, it, it's shaping up that way where the player believes they're good to go. But the Maple Leafs look at that lineup and they look at him and they say, this is not a good fit anymore. We want an annulment. But unfortunately, you can't get an annulment in the NHL. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Um, but like a guy who really from day one, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I didn't think he'd be able to do what they wanted him to. And you look at the production on the ice or lack thereof, 21 games this year. He has just one goal. He has just 10 shots on net. Okay, he's been physical, 44 hits through 10 games. Uh, But you look at how many goals he's been on the ice for. So while he's been on the ice, while he's been on the ice, the Leafs have scored just twice, just two times 
when he is on the ice. He, they've been scored on 13 times. Dash yeah. 11 uh, in just 21 games, uh, averaging just over seven minutes uh, a night, 5.1 goals against per 60, which was like second in the NHL. The other one, the guy played like two games. So technically first in the NHL. It, it's just, it, it hasn't worked. It really, really has not worked out with Ryan Reeves here in Toronto. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next with him. But uh, speaking out, I'm sure uh, probably didn't make Shanahan and Tree Living and company too too happy. I don't no. know. But probably not. No. Uh, so that's something to monitor. We'll be monitoring that throughout the week to see if something does come of it. Let's uh, let's break, reset. Let's play some cosine, no sign, Dave. Been a while since we played some, so we'll do some least related cosine, no sign. We got some news about the All Star Game, the captains, co-captains, and celebrities that will be part of the festivities as well. So, to all of that and more uh, on the other side, you're listening to the Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you and right now all users get $100 off when you uh when they buy a big game ticket with the code Vegas 100 with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets uh game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase see the view for receipts from all uh before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets game time has deals on tickets right up until the start of the event and even an hour after it starts it's the best place to find last minute seats and with the game time guarantee it means that you'll always get the best price if the tickets that you find are in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time right now game time users get 100 off a big game ticket with the code vegas 100 terms apply just download the game time app and use the code vegas 100 for 100 off a big game ticket uh, or, you know, if you're not going to the game, you can use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Uh, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back into the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DeStefano and Dave Morissuti. We are a daily Maple Leaf centric podcast. Got new episodes coming out each and every weekday, Monday through Friday. So be sure to find us and subscribe to the pod wherever you get your podcasts from, audio wise. And uh, also, uh, we get the video portion up on YouTube as well. Uh, so again, search up Locked On Leafs, hit subscribe, and get that daily Leafs content from us each and every day. Uh, we haven't played this game in a little bit, but it's a fun little bit that we like to do on this game. It's called Cosign No Sign. Both of us will make statements to each other. If we agree with it, we will co-sign it. If we disagree, we will no-sign it. Why don't you go first, my friend? Well, uh, after yesterday's episode, I felt really bad that we did not give one player any credit in the whole episode. That was Please. one... Nick oh, Robert. we have the same cosine, no sign. No way. No way. Yes. Uh, well, okay, go ahead. so mine was going to be that Nick Robertson deserves to be in this lineup going forward. 
Yeah, Nick Robertson needs to be in the Leafs lineup every night was also my co-sign. Wow, we have not had this happen in a really long time. No, and just so everyone knows, like we we like to surprise each other with these specific cosign no signs so that we get, you know, right off the top of the head, these are the initial raw thoughts of the cosign no sign. Sometimes this is what happens, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> when uh when we do that. Uh I guess like I guess I'll cosign it. <laughs> yeah, I'm cosigning it too. I suppose I'm going to co-sign it. Um, like I was looking into what this guy's been able to do this year. He's got four goals in his last six games, but that's only sprinkled into like a game here, a game there um, over the course of the last 13 games. So he's got four goals in the Leafs last 13 games since December 29th, but he's only played in six of them. So he's got four goals in his last six games. That's fourth in team scoring over that stretch. And he's been scratching seven of the 13 games, averaging just 11 minutes of ice time. So he's been productive when he gets the opportunity to get out on the ice. And when you're looking at a team that is just struggling to find secondary scoring, you have a guy that seems to be able to provide it. And I think that at this point, um, you need that. And I know that there is limitations to his game and he's not as defensively reliable as some of the other guys who you know have been in the lineup over uh, Nick Robertson lately but ultimately you do need someone lower in the lineup who could put the back puck in the back of the net and Nick Robertson has been proven to be able to do that this year and especially lately so um I do think that the Lee should find a way to to get him into the lineup each night this was, this was Sheldon Keefe's comments after the game uh, in Seattle on Nick Robertson. I loved every second that he played on the ice. He did a tremendous job, not just because he scored the goal, but how he worked and how he managed the game. Yeah, I thought that, that he was aggressive sound, in puck battles too and, and pursuit yeah. and retrievals, yeah. That to me sounds like a player that's not coming out of the lineup anytime soon. Well, or sh- or should it, sorry, shouldn't be coming out of the lineup anytime soon. See what it sounds like to me is more so he bought himself at least one more. Game. Yeah, he he played well enough to stay in the lineup. Whether or not he comes out anytime soon, I'm still not sold that Keith is is uh, is sold long term on Robertson. But definitely he earned you know an opportunity to show what he can do you know in in Winnipeg tomorrow night. Uh, absolutely, I think. And it's funny, and yeah, now I did have a backup coast I know son that I was kind of working up, but I thought the Robertson one was a little more, a little more unique. trendy. Yeah, <laughs> I well, it definitely wasn't unique. Definitely not. Uh, mine was on Mark Giordano, which is just Ooh. Mark Giordano should ride the ride the upstairs uh, suite for the next little bit. The Leafs should not be looking to play Mark Giordano. Give him some time off. <laughs> Who do you play in his absence? You have Lagason. I think Lagason, you got, I mean, they gave Timmons a game yesterday. Didn't think he looked terrible, physical, right? We know he has limitations, but when you look at how Mark Giordano has been playing, I think maybe it's, you got to give Mark some time. Send a little bit of a message to a veteran that hasn't been playing up to snuff. I don't think you need to send a message. That seems a little, a little, a little much, but maybe, uh, 
So spend some time off. I'm going to, I'm going to no sign it. Like, I don't think that this is a player that it's like, okay, he's not playing well enough. He needs to sit up in the press box the way that Nick Robertson has, where it's like, he's only going to get in, you know, six of the next 13 games. Probably not. However, do I think that he's a player who certainly should come out every four or five games to stay, you know, as spry as he possibly can as he's now into his 40s. Yeah, I think I could get on board with that. So does he take a game or two off every now and then? Yeah, I, I think I get behind that. But to banish him to the press box thinking that you can get better play out of Lagasin or Connor Timmons for like long stretches, I don't know if I necessarily believe in that. I'm just, I'm, my concern here is, yeah, I, oh, I think the first thing is you can't be playing as much as you have been. I uh, he's he's at a point this season where we're talking about guys you can trust on the ice, and I don't know how much trust there might be in Mark Giordano, just because he's not doing the simple things that he should be doing. Well. I think once you get to a point in the game when you're going to start shortening your bench, like he probably is at a point where he doesn't see the ice very much, you know, in the last like 10, eight minutes of a hockey game. Like realistically, you can double shift, uh, you know, Morgan Riley. You feel comfortable with Simone Benoit out there, Jake McCabe, TJ Brody. Like those are probably the four guys that you're going to throw out there uh, mostly anyways. And then just here and there, maybe a sprinkle in uh, a Giordano or a Timmons or a Lagasin or whoever it may be, Lilligren, obviously. Um, but overall, I, I I I can't say I think uh, Giordano's unplayable. Therefore, needs to sit up in the press box for an extended period of time. I don't think I'm there yet. Well, the big one here for me, I think, with Giordano is, yeah, like. At some point, he might get back on track, given his his experience. But like, there are things he's doing that a player of his experience shouldn't be doing. Like, there are times where, especially in the offensive zone, where he feels like he has a chance to put the puck on net, or even shorthanded where he puts the puck on net, it goes well wide, and now the Leafs are backtracking. Like, it's it's decisions like that. I'm like. This is not what I expect from a longtime veteran in this league. I expect him to make the safe play, the smart play. And I haven't really seen, like, even, like, the penalty that he took, which I thought was pretty ticky-tacky against the Canucks. I know many people know which one I'm talking about, where he gives a little cross-check to the back. Good sell job by the Canucks player. But, like, it, it's things like that where you kind of know that things like that are going to get called at you know, and the refs are gonna manage the game a little bit, things like that. I want to see him be a little more smart. Well, so since coming back from his injury, uh, after the Christmas break, he's only had two penalties. Um, mm -hmm. one obviously the one Saturday night, and then he had another one against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, when you take a look at you know the production. It's not there. The offense is completely dried up. You're not seeing a whole lot from him. He's got one assist since returning, and that was uh, in his last 11 games. So it's been 11 games that he's been back now uh, with Toronto. And I believe he's sat out a couple uh, games in between then. 
but I'm looking here and he's actually a plus eight. Like I know plus minus isn't the greatest stat to, to look at, but he doesn't seem to be on the ice when goals are going into the back of the net at the very least penalty kill, different story, but like at five on five, at least um, he's been, you know, a semi-reliable player uh, where he's been a plus eight in those 11 games. His ice time isn't where it used to be. Obviously like you're looking at a guy last year, who was playing upwards of 18 minutes a night. Now he's down to about 16 minutes a night. And and maybe that's even too much for him. Maybe you try and get it down to 14 minutes a night. Um, but I still don't think that he's unplayable. But uh, certainly something to keep an eye on as we kind of progress forward. And ultimately, I think if the Leafs do end up buying at the deadline, they're going to buy a defenseman or two, and he probably would be the first guy who has to take uh, take a seat in the press box. So I guess my stance could change if a trade happens and it changes, you know, what they got on the back end, uh, the troops that they could deploy. But as of now, I still think he's probably the sixth best defenseman on this team, and I would, you know, send him out there more often than not. All right. Let's uh, take one more break. Let's come back and chat about the All-Star game. Austin Matthews has himself uh, a co-captain and a celebrity captain. And uh, they've also announced the rest of the captains and uh, uh, the rest of the celebrities that will be taking place, taking part in this weekend's festivities. So we'll get to that on the other side. You're listening to the Lockdown Leafs podcast, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Sleeper. It's almost a halfway point in the season, Leaf fans. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. It's the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because of Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. All you got to do is pick whether studs like Matthews or McKinnon or McDavid, or Nylander, or whoever will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, or more in any given game. To win a 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight different player stats. You hear me, Lee fans? You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. Sleep sleeper terms used for details and locational availability. Welcome back to the Locked On Leafs podcast. It's Mike DiStefano, got Dave Morasuti with me. And uh, the NHL has given us some more news and information about the upcoming All-Star game next weekend right here in the city of Toronto. Uh, obviously, it's going to be Leaf filled. We know that Austin Matthews is going. Uh, Mitch Marner is going. Morgan Riley, as is William Nylander. So they'll be well represented with four different Leaf players uh, taking part in next weekend's festivities. And uh, we know that Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid were already announced as captains next weekend. And keep in mind, things have changed. They're doing the draft. The draft is back. 
and Matthews will be a captain of one team, as will McDavid. Nathan McKinnon was named a captain for another team, and then the Hughes brothers are co-captains for another team. So those are the four main players that will be the captains, and then they have teammates as alternates. So Mitch Marner was the is the alternate for Austin Matthews, uh, Leon Dreisaitl for Connor McDavid, Kel McCarr for Nathan McKinnon, and then Jack and Quinn are co-captains, so there's no alternate, I suppose. The fun part is the celebrity captains. And lo and behold, Justin Bieber becomes a celebrity captain for his good buddy, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. I don't think anyone expected anything less. No, not at all. And, like, the NHL knows what it's doing. <laughs> like, like if anyone was surprised, I don't know what to tell you. There should have been no surprise there. Well, and he's expected to be, uh, you know, pretty hands-on in the draft process. I am curious what type of, like, how they want to go about it. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, Matthews and Mar, they're going to be together. But, like, Willie and, and Mo are also going to be free agents that are available yeah. to draft. Do they try and load up on Leafs and grab all their teammates? Or, uh, you know, do you... Grab other guys. It's a chance to play with other players that you don't normally get to play with. I, I'm curious what strategy they uh, they'll look to go in, and, and maybe what Biebs might want to do. Yeah, like I, it would personally, I would like to see the latter. I would like to see them go out and try other players. But I totally get if they were like, right, well, we gotta. How can we not pick our teammates, right? But um, I, I just think it would add to the intrigue. If you kind of spread it around a little bit, and you know, Matthews tries to go after different players, right? And like, see how that whole thing works out. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. Instead of grabbing Nylander or Riley, like, uh, Sidney Crosby <laughs> could be available yeah. to go out and get, right? Like, you can go and get Crosby, or, you know, you could go and get, uh, I don't know, like Elias Patterson is is available to go out and grab as well you know like there's a lot of different players out there who you can get to to be part of your team just to give you a different look um but also hey what does willie look like elsewhere i would be very curious to see what willie looks like on a line with like nathan mckinnon or on a line with jack hughes just just because i think it would be very intriguing um, obviously he signed long-term at the Maple Leafs, so it's not as though, uh, it, it's as interesting anymore, but I still think it'd be quite fascinating to see what he could do, uh, you know, playing with, with some of these other guys at some point. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing here, right? You get with this three on three, with the three on three turn, you get a chance to kind of see the things that are different. You get to see the top players play with each other, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Nikita Kucherov. Be nice to see what Nikita Kucherov and Austin Matthews would look like together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think all oh, Bruins fans would love to see the idea of pasta knock play with Leaf players. Pasta get catching feeds from Marner would look pretty sweet. You know, you got Rasmus Dahlin there. Like there are a lot of I, I know that people give flack for the All-Star game because, you know, every team has to have representatives. So then you get guys who are like Really, this player is going to be an all star, like but Tom like, Wilson. yeah, Tom Wilson, uh, Tomas Hurdle. Who the uh, Islanders sent? The Islanders too sent like a really. Oh weird... yeah, well, no Barzell's going. Oh yeah, but they should have sent Noah Dobson. 
Anyways. Yeah, Dobson would have made sense. But defensemen always get get the shot. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this and with this one, like, you know, I, I mean, they just recently added Vincent Trocheck to this thing. Yeah, there's, there's a really funny tweet uh, we were talking about before we came on. Both of us saw it. I, I can't remember who tweeted it out, but they were like, basically, I mean, how many people had to pass and say, sorry, I got plans next weekend before they landed on Vinny Trocheck, who was just announced on Monday as a replacement yeah. for the all-star game and, and added them to the, to the game. So I, I'm sure Trochik wasn't the first person who got the no. phone call no. to their, uh, to their credit, but also Kyle Connor was just added to the all-star break. Yeah. This guy's been out for the last like six weeks. I haven't even played hockey and all of a sudden like, Oh no, you're, you're an all-star. Let's bring you out. You're an all-star. Makes no sense. Like of all the people, like there's a lot of snubs out there. Like there are. Hyman didn't get into the yeah. All-Star game, right? Did he get voted? He didn't get voted nope. in. Guys no, on pace for 50 goals. He's not an All-Star? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. There was him. Uh, like the uh, Kopitar didn't get uh, didn't get picked. Like again, this is what also what happens when you have the non-traditional uh, format, and so like things kind of, things like this sort of happen. But yeah, no, like. Zach Hyman should be going to the All-Star game. Like if there's if there's another injury to a player, especially on the West, I'm sorry. <laughs> you you got Zach Hyman has to be that guy called. There's like I, I understand you don't want to have too many from one team, but like but it's not even it East guys and West. It's not even East and West anymore. You could right. just bring up anyone. Like this is true. Legitimately, I don't think it really matters. You can bring whoever you want to be part of it. Um I'm pretty sure it is well, Sam Reinhardt, the representative for yeah, he's gone. Florida. I okay, think Ekblad yeah. was also selected. I think because he's hurt. That's he why Trocheck is going in. Yeah, I think that's why Trocheck is going. Uh, yeah, because the guys who got the fan vote, it was basically like a bunch of. Oh, sorry, no, he not- was replacing Jack Eichel. Uh, Connor Bedard and Jack Eichel aren't going, so I don't think uh, Ekblad was even picked. I think it was Reinhardt. Right the whole time yeah because it was just a bunch of canucks and and leaf prospects and then the car (laughs) that's basically what it was outside of that right so um because yeah it was jt miller brock besser petterson and demko were all voted in and then marner nylander riley and then kill mccarr was the uh the eighth eighth guy yeah those were the fan yeah the fan votes so yeah yeah so everyone else sorry didn't make it in Unfortunately, Sucks hey, Oilers fans that are pissed off that Zach Hyman's not gone, you didn't vote Zach for Zach Hyman enough. I understand that you know the Canucks and Leafs probably have a little more reach when it comes to like fan votes. Should have petitioned Leafs fans to vote for Zach Hyman if you wanted, then. <laughs> well, it's just, I mean, even if you're looking to, I mean, maybe they did call him and he declined, and maybe he this know, is also had already. Players have made plans with family and stuff to go away. Um, I think who was well, it was it wasn't it Bjorkstrand for Kraken who had like a trip plan, and they're like, I hope you can cancel those plans because you're gonna be an all star. He's like, Yay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The video came out, yeah. It was like, Oh man, he's not too pleased. Instead no. of going away to like Turks and Caicos, he's got to go to 
Toronto, Ontario, where there's been no sun and nothing but blizzards for the last like week. And it'll probably be similar next weekend when everyone else is in town as well. Um, should be a, should be a fun event though, regardless. I mean, I'm glad the draft is back. We'll see yeah. how that all unfolds, but yeah. So Justin Bieber going to be the celebrity captain for Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. Will Arnett chosen to be the celebrity captain alongside Conrad David and Leon Dreisaitl. Michael Buble, Vancouver's own Michael Buble, uh, joins Jack and stop. We're not going to do that. Joins Jack <laughs> and Quinn Hughes as the celebrity captain out there. Um, and then Tate McRae, who I don't want to hate on Tate McRae because I really don't know who this person is. That's my issue. I just don't know who this person is. I'm so, I guess I'm not, yeah, I'm like not old enough to know who she is. Well, that's kind of the point I'm making here. It's like Justin Bieber. Worldwide celebrity, Will Arnett, pretty damn big celebrity in, in, in you know, I guess the acting world, everywhere, yeah. like the acting community, but like he's also a worldwide guy. Most people know who Will Arnett is. Michael Bublé, worldwide musical talent. Tate McRae, I, I, I like, she's, she's an artist, right? Canadian artist. That's, that's about all I know. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about her. I, I get, I'm guessing like for representation, they want to try and get, you know, a big female name, but I, there could have been someone else. Like, wh- why not get like uh, like an athlete? Like, what about Christine Sinclair or, or Haley Wickenheiser? Like, go and get like a, a well-known athlete potentially to yeah. be, you know, the the, the representation um, here. Tate McRae just seemed like really weird, unless she has some sort of, I don't know, there might uh, be maybe some sort of promote cross promotion or like, yeah, something. like because there's some connection here with tate mccray like the only time that name ever came out was like she was at a flames game and they put her on the jumbotron and it was like a big thing so maybe just out east here we don't know much because i think she's a a western canadian uh artist so this is probably where the people out of western Canada are going to hate hate us to bits for not knowing who tate mccray is we don't get a lot of those on the Locked On Leafs pod, luckily. But uh, well, we get some. I, I've noticed some Canucks fans were uh, were peeping in the comments. Yeah, true. This is true. This is true. Um, but anyways, either way, like I'm sure she'll do. She'll do fine. She'll do great. Um, but yeah, she's gonna be the coke, uh, the the celebrity captain for Team McKinnon out there and then what's the deal with the jerseys like do they get to make their own jersey as well like what did you see something about that i don't know but i i'm i question where we're going with jersey designs and hockey right now because those things are you see the back of those jerseys no you don't want to see the back of those jerseys because it's it's, not the the name is on the bottom is below the letters. Oh my god. Below the numbers? Yeah. Oh my god. What what is this? The Finnish league? I gotta, Why? I gotta find you a picture. They right got now. what? Like stars at the like no near I, the shoulder? Like what's what's up with the shoulder? Uh it's so bad. I, I gotta Where they have the right. number pushed all the way up and then it's like across the center of the back, the name. So yeah, I like, gotta see a pic of this. So like, the think of see this bar? No, where, no, that's no. where the number. That's where the name is going. Is that true? That can't be true. I'll find. Oh, I, I, hope that, I hope that's just like. 
I don't know, like a a, 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 a screw up in the photo shoot where uh, the real one is going to replace the. Oh, no, because the numbers have to be pushed lower. So, yeah, they just push the numbers really high and then they're doing it below. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. OK, I think I got one right here. I'll tell you what. Up. As somebody who's done play-by-play uh, a lot of games, nothing would infuriate me more than this. Absolutely nothing. There we go. There's no chance that's real. No, it's real, man. NHL news. No. This looks like something that someone did just like on paint no, literally <laughs> it takes you to a, a, a shop like an online website where you can go and buy that jersey just like the bl- the small lettering black name bar with the big bold there's no chance this is real i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna believe it no well, i mean fortunately for you you don't have to wear the damn thing but like i don't know it, it, it's just it's a justin bieber inspired jersey so it's his brand that's all over it. But like wh- my my issue I think is more so the numbers are so large and then the name like the letters of the name are so small it just looks dumb. It doesn't look good. Oh either. wow. Okay. Well, we'll see what they do uh, for sale. And we had the gall to make Thomas Carbolay want to wear one of those jerseys to promote the All-Star game. Uh, oh, he, he did a where, commercial in the subway. Uh, Rogers did a commercial on the subway, and oh, Cabrera was with, with the Stanley Cup, and he was wearing one of those jerseys. Oh, I, you're not gonna like to see this one because I do have a photo of this one. Oh no! I mean, go. You gotta watch the video on YouTube, by the way. Yeah. Uh, what's going? Okay, Thomas Cabrera never won a Stanley Cup. Why has he got his hands on that thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hang on. When did Caberlet win a Stanley Cup? Am I missing something? Did he uh, win the cup before he got? He Thomas never. Well, I mean, I don't think he won a cup uh, after the Leafs. Definitely not after the Leafs. They wouldn't win before the Leafs, though. No. Like he was. No, never, he started his career. He started his career at Toronto. I oh, thought. Oh, what you am know I what? Sorry. Yeah, Boston. he did. The Bruins. The Bruins. Boston. Okay. Good. What I I I see that the thing is I blacked out the whole Bruins <laughs> leave trading camera to the Bruins out of so my did mind. I. So did I. That was Joe Colburn. Joe Colburn and like a, a first draft round pick. pick. Yeah, which they probably turned into nothing. I think maybe it turned into Stu Percy. I actually may have turned into Stu Percy. Just like off the top yeah. of my head, there's a very good chance it did. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, oh. never mind. Scratch that. He's allowed to touch the cup. He did what still a terrible did. jersey. We're gonna just leave it at that. Yeah, no, it is. That's gross. That's that's terrible. Anyways, we'll see if they can sell them. I'm sure they will. We're not the audience, Dave. We're no longer the audience oh, for those no jerseys. Man. Is what it is. All right, buddy. Let's uh, let's call it a podcast. Let's call it a podcast. That'll do it for us here today on the show. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. You can subscribe to the Locked On Leafs pod on all platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow Dave at D underscore Morrisuti. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. We'll be back with another episode 
tomorrow. Got the Jets coming to town. The J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. We'll preview that game on tomorrow's show. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.